You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. We don't normally do this, but it's 12 a.m. and we're report recording a podcast. I can't even talk straight. So we thought it. we're just going to title this podcast Raw and Unscripted at 12 a.m. And we're going to see how it goes and you guys can lead back. Uh, positive, hopefully. Yeah, hope, hopefully. hopefully positive. But you're going to be like, dude, they were like smoking something that, that night. And you'll know just, why. Just high on life. High on life. High on life. Okay, so we got to start by sharing something with the audience about... About us. About us. About uh, me what or they you. probably won't know. Let's do. Let's do you tonight. Me tonight. Let's not do you tonight. Mm. Let's share something. <laughs> so, so a lot of you don't know this, but uh, I hold on. I wish I could that people could see our expressions right now because, like, <laughs> sometimes you say stuff and like my face automatically goes into my hands. Like I can't believe you just said that. What did I say? <laughs> did I say something already that embarrassed yes, you? you? Did, what yeah. did I say? I gotta pl- do the playback. Hold no, on. No, 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 no. It's No, it's fine. <laughs> well, it is twelve a.m. So <laughs> we might be a little more giggly than we, normal. <laughs> we uh, got on a roll, and we're like, "Oh, the kids are in bed. Let's just keep it rolling, keep it rolling." And so here we are, twelve a.m. Except for we don't. We don't do it usually at night. <laughs> record at twelve a.m. But is anybody switching it up a little bit? Well, let's see. Most people haven't started school yet. So I don't know if we're like the only parents that are like counting down the flipping minutes until they go back to school because we both work at home. So it's like. Well, we both used to work at home until our kids took the summer. Well, you still work at home. I'm just trying to work and deal with the kids. Yeah, it's probably a little more accurate. That's more accurate. Yeah, for sure. That's more accurate. All right, that's more accurate. (laughs) I'll believe you. All right, so. Starting us out, what they didn't know about us. So Amy, Amy is a dog lover. Um, We have we have three dogs. It. I I told her. I said, okay, we have three dogs. Maybe tell them why we have three dogs. Okay. So Amy wanted a fifth child. Badly. 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 And I and we've been trying to have a fifth child. No, we haven't. We haven't? What no. are we doing? What are we doing in the bedroom all the time then? <laughs> Stop. Oh, I thought uh, we were... Anyways, okay. So maybe there's maybe there's something we need to well, talk about. Nick would like to keep Amy, always trying for yes, one we're without trying. actually trying for one. Well, technically we're trying. So... We're not trying for one. We're in our 40s now. It's been 11 well, years since we had a baby. Speak for yourself. I'm young. I'm 47. Got my whole life ahead of me. I'm not doing an 11-year gap. Sorry. Okay, so our youngest is 11. So, Amy said, I want another child. I said... This, um, was, this was like when she was one. It wasn't like yesterday. Yeah, so this is like 11 years ago. I don't even re- remember. 10 years ago, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. 
So she said, well, I'm going to buy a dog for every year you don't give me another child. I said, all right, perfect. I was joking, people. No, she wasn't joking. I was joking. Because we got three dogs. But it's been 11 years. I don't have 11 dogs. I have three dogs. We're one dog away from being on the hoarder show. With three dogs, I well, bet there's. We would pe- have four. I bet there's people out there that have three dogs. Okay, if there's any of you out there that have three dogs or four dogs, send us a you, picture. It'll make my life. Yeah, send a picture. Amy will be the happiest woman in the world. And Nick won't think I'm so crazy. You're helping me out. Well, every I, day he looks at me like crazy dog woman. I I will look at you as less crazy than. <laughs> <laughs> so I, t- I anyways I told Amy I said all right three dogs. I know. Chihuahua's about if, dogs. I know. If you bring another dog home, I am going to take that as you want me out of the house. Because <laughs> I don't know that I can handle four dogs, chihuahuas, running around in the house. Okay. Our dogs are flipping cute. And they're kind of like my babies. Well, or I got more totally, babies. Totally like your babies. And Nick's super jealous of them. That's the only reason he complains is because I like oh, cuddle them. And he just sits there like so jealous. Oh, she's spitting facts. She, the dogs are all just around her, totally swarming her. She's kissing them. I know, and he's like, I'm, I'm over there in the corner, um, <laughs> pouting. So, the dog should be pouting. So, so we had the first Chihuahua. I'm going to keep this short because I know you're like, I don't want to hear about your stupid dogs, but I'd, lo- I'd love dogs. But I would love to hear about your at, dogs. But Nick was like, really? At least buy a manly, manly dog. dog. But at least buy a manly dog. So then I bought two more chihuahuas. I was like, no, well, the, no, don't want you. The old saying that you can judge a man by the dog that he has. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got. But they're not a, your dogs. A chihuahua my... with a pink leash but that I have to walk dog. around. But it's my dog. Hey, we got three girls. They take care of the dogs. They love the dogs. The son loves the one dog. Like they, our kids love our dogs. So, anyways, like... Nick has admitted that my smile. They're, it's they're, worth every ounce. It of is. It. That's true. But there's landmines all over the backyard. Can't even go in the backyard. Anyways. I have to just okay before I end this dog thing. I have to just say something. The other day I saw this like meme or like quote something and it says, "If you own Chihuahuas of all dogs, this says something about your personality." And so I was reading over it, and it says, "You're generally agreeable person, but you can stand your ground if you need to." Yeah, that's you. You are eager for new experiences. That's you. You're sincere and a loyal friend. Talking about you or the dog? Me. Oh, you, yeah, okay. You like to have fun. You're energetic and quick. Yeah. You love to travel but don't want to do it alone. Oh, this thing knows you to the T. How does it know that? And you're courageous. I'm going to stop there, but I'm like... So so that says if you're a Chihuahua owner. What does it say if you're a... Three Chihuahua owner. That, then just triple that by three, and it's like yeah. you're awesome. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I think I'm not buying more dogs. I love Nick. We drew a line. That's our boundary. That's our boundary. That's our boundary. So, and Nick acts like he doesn't love them, but I have blackmail on him. I have pictures of him cuddling up these dogs, and he just loves on them. And I'm like, you're full of it. I think you're I was full of it. I think I was sick and passed out from like medication. You've never been sick, so so yeah. Moving on. Anyways. All right, what's today's podcast episode? We, we're, I mean, I know we're titling it Raw and Unscripted at 12 a.m., but what are we actually doing on this podcast, babe? We are going to go back in time two years. We're going back two years, and I pulled out some of our best 
polls. Oh, this is going to be a great one. Some of our top polls that we've asked our audience. So two years ago, we were probably at, I don't know, 30,000 followers or I don't know. We've been growing slowly, but steadily. So the polls just got get better and better, right? And I really appreciate a when people, people will take them because I, I know that you like give good, honest answers and it really helps us out, right? Well, one of the reasons we do a lot of polls is because we want you to see that the things that we're talking about are backed up by what people are really like what other people believe as well. Like we're not telling you things that are different than what most people feel. Well, and when we when we have episodes like, oh, most women can't or can't orgasm this way, eighty percent. Um, a lot of the stats that we give are from our audience, right? So, I I feel like our polls are pretty accurate and pretty awesome, but it's not research science, so it is literally oh, it's science with the ultimate, ultimate intimacy, intimacy <laughs> in the ultimate intimacy lab. So what we're going to do in this episode is throw out some of our, I'm just going to throw out some of our best polls that we've taken and percentages, and then we're just going to like say some things about it. Well, and I think this is good too that, um, you know, you can kind of listen to these poll answers and then, you know, kind of see where you're at or how you're feeling in your marriage. And I think a lot of the, a lot of good reasons that it's good to discuss these poll answers is you can get a sense of like how important some things really is to have a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure we're going to get to it, but the, one of the poll answers that I always remember is I think it was 91% of the people polled, both men and women said sexual intimacy is, is a vital, vital to their marriage to be happy. Like they, Mm-hmm. To have a happy marriage, that has to be happening frequently. And that was pretty equal men and women. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. All right. Let's jump in. Um, okay. So the first one I'm going to read. Let's see. Is it easy or hard for you to talk about sexual intimacy in your marriage? Um, I would say probably 50-50. We're going to say. It I was pretty close. It was, it was 52%. It find it easy and 48% find it hard. That is shocking to me and it's not shocking to me. It's shocking that it's that high, but at the same time, I'm like, oh wait, I was one of those. It well, took us 15 years to really open up about it. And we get so many emails as we've talked about that people are you know, they're like, oh, I, I want this to improve in our marriage. And we're like, well, if you talk to your spouse, no, I'm too scared to do that. Or it starts a fight. Yeah. Or it starts an argument. So I think if you you want anything to improve in your marriage, I mean, that should be like down to like close to zero. Like everyone should be talking about things in their marriage, especially the things they want to prove. You have to have that good communication. I mean, to me, that's actually a pretty high percentage when you're in the 40s of people that don't feel comfortable talking about things because I can promise you... If they don't feel comfortable talking about things, they're probably not talking about things. And for a while, Amy and I were in those 40%. We were totally in those 40% for 15 years. 15 years. And it made a huge... um, It was very negative for our marriage. I mean, I... That we didn't talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. It was detrimental in a lot of ways. 
Oh, absolutely. Like communication is key. So anyways, that was an interesting poll we took. And we did an episode on that, on communication and the importance of that. But yeah, like it's very important to just rip off that band-aid, have the conversation, use a scale. I don't know. I wish that like, especially when I was having kids and I was pregnant, like those years, I wish I we would have just been like, hey, where are you at on the sexual intimacy? What, mm-hmm. what would you rate us? And I would have been like, I'm a two. And you'd be like, oh, I'm a 10. I'll be like, this isn't working. This isn't working for me, right? Like, that's just an easy way to start a conversation about that. Well, <laughs> sounds easy. It sounds easy, but we couldn't do it. So, yeah. anyways, don't be too hard on yourself if you're like, yeah, it's hard for us. It's 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 very vulnerable. And there's a lot of prompts in the app. You know, go to the app and the conversation starters and in cl- intimate click on the click on yeah. the section that you want to have discussions on, and it'll give you some great prompts. Or the intimate conversations. Yeah, correct. Not conversation starters. If you go to, is that in the conversation starters? They have some in that, and then the intimate conversations. That so are yeah, so intimate conversations that we added to the app was to help you talk about sexual intimacy. Like the questions will pop up, and it'll start a conversation. Like we added that because I'm like, I would have loved to have that in front of us 15 years ago to really. And then you can play it on the phone. You can be like, my phone's telling me to ask that question. It's not me. It's my phone. Nick and Amy put that in there. That's Nick's fault. Yeah, just blame it on me. No, it's yeah, it's both. Well, we wanted those. Totally, totally blame it on me. Okay, um, okay. The next poll we took years ago: Women, do you know your body and what feels good to you sexually? Ooh, I would say this is going to be uh, low. Low. I'd say probably forty percent no you or fifty. Think that most wives don't really know what feels good to them sexually. You think it's that low? Oh, well, if you're putting it that way, I'd say about sixty percent. Then <laughs> I mean, seventy-two. Seventy-two percent said that they know their body and what feels good. So, with that being said, I take it back to the last question. Seventy-two percent are probably having those discussions. Okay, right? but that also means that thirty percent have no idea what works, and they're probably really struggling in that area. And they are probably finding every excuse in the book to not want to be intimate because it's not good for them. It literally isn't feeling good. Mm-hmm. Right. That that's sad. That's sad. So. Talk. Again, talk about it. Um, We've got a lot of resources and things that also uh, help with that. So check it out. Okay. These these aren't just going to be on sexual intimacy. These are kind of like jumping all over. This one is, do you feel any resentment when you don't have an orgasm and your husband does? Oh, that one is sexual. But. This isn't sexual. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel resentment when you don't have an orgasm and your husband does? Okay. For 15 years of our marriage, I would say... 70 to 80 percent of the time I didn't and I will blame myself for that because number one I either didn't know exactly what felt good or I he'd finish and I wouldn't want to be like hey I'm still hanging here or or I just didn't dare tell you what I wanted and a lot of it was my fault because I had I had no idea what to do. I had no idea. We didn't have that communication. We did right? not have that communication. I had communication. no idea what to... So resentment, when it comes to orgasms, can be fixed with communication. And it can be fixed with an orgasm. And it, with, 
You can't be fixed to that orgasm. <laughs> but, I'm just saying. But resentment is not always caused, like, it's sometimes self-inflicted is what I want to say. For sure. Like, that can be yeah. your fault. You bottle that in, yet you're not willing to express say that there's it? a problem or express to your spouse that there's an issue and you just hold that in and let it... That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not good. That's not fair. Communication. Communication. Husbands, do you have a hard time talking about sex with your wife? I would say 50% or so would be my guess. You would saw say, the answer. No, I didn't. I would, I'm really? just guessing. I would say about half the men probably have a hard time talking about it. Why do you think that is? Uh, fear of rejection. Fear of rejection. Yep, we hear that one a lot. It was 51%. Well, I think a more lot. People have, more men have a hard time talking about sex with their wives than I think. I think for a lot of men, they would rather just not even talk about it or bring it up than be rejected. Because I just feel so rejection bad for hurts. that. Rejection hurts so bad. Like, how would you know? Oh, I've so I've heard. <laughs> yeah. I, I how know. would you know, Nick? I've heard. Remember, you're super Nick. I've heard that. I've heard that it um, can be can be difficult. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, we're joking around. Uh, we're joking. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think. I think women too. I think. Rejection for, sure. for women, Re- too. Either it's way. absolutely equal. For women or men. Rejection yeah. is di- very, very tough. In whatever way that is, it's you very don't feel tough. De- you don't feel desired. Uh, you don't feel loved. Yep. Okay, jump into the next one. Who wants to make love more in your marriage? The husband or the wife? Well, that's... I don't even need to answer that, do I? I want a percentage. Uh, I would say 70%. You saw it. You saw I did, it. I did see that one, yes. Yeah. I'm you guessing 70-30. What is it? <laughs> He's a cheater. <laughs> what is it? It's 70-30. Oh, that, that was perfect. Hey, guess. that's higher no. than I thought. I I'm, was like, I 70% our... is the man that wants to make love more in the marriage. I was thinking it'd be more like 80-20. That just shows so, how much I know our audience. <laughs> <laughs> you are genius. Um, about this question... Who wants to make love more in your marriage? I'm surprised. I, I figured it would be like 95 to 5. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't... I Some, guess, a lot of women have said they're the higher drive spouse. I, I guess for me, being a man, I only know how a man thinks. I only know how I think and how I work. I just can't imagine a, a man not wanting to be intimate. Unless there are like some real serious issues in the marriage. Or unless there's or like health a health issues. issue. Or yeah, health for issues. For sure, which there can be. But You would think that most men would want to go get that fixed pretty quick though, right? Y- yeah, you Especially think. if they've been healthy before and, and realize how good it is, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. surprising. Yeah, that's surprising. Um, okay. Husbands, do you enjoy long foreplay? What's your guess? Uh, I would say the majority probably do. Um, I know I do. Like... What's your guess? Uh, 60%. 60% want long foreplay? 72%. That's awesome. That just tells you that most husbands are willing to give it the time. Well, they're not just saying doing it for the wife, but like they enjoy it too. Like it's good for them too. That's awesome. That means they're wanting to really connect. Yeah, I know for me, like I I love foreplay and I enjoy doing that for you. The time. Mm-hmm. Just the time connecting. For me or for both of us? 
for both of us. <laughs> is poor play for the woman or the lower drive, or is it for both of us? I think it's for both. Oh. I'm a high drive, and I love giving foreplay to you. Okay, so the fact that husbands are 72% said they enjoy long foreplay, and I don't know what long is. I didn't ask them what that meant to them, but I'm guessing they probably consider 30 to 45 minutes. Would that be long? 15, 20, yeah. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That is really good. Uh, let's see. Do you feel like you make it a priority to help your wife orgasm every time you make love? Yes. Oh, were you asking me a question? A percentage. Um, I would say it should be. You're ask, I'm asking the husbands. Do you feel like you make it a priority? To... It should be 100%, but I'm going to say probably around 70%. You're guessing that 30% of men don't make it a priority? I'm. That's a good guess. I don't know. I 90 just... I'm actually impressed by okay, that. that's good. That's good. That is good. Except Stepping for that it, it up, should guys. be 100. I don't know who those other 10% is, but your wife deserves for you to make them a priority. Do you want the emotional intimacy as much as your wife does in your marriage relationship? Mm. What do you think the guys voted? Uh, Husbands, do you want the emotional intimacy as much as your wife does in the marriage. 70% say yes. 76%. That's three-fourths of all marriages. Men still want that emotional intimacy. And that goes along with all of our other polls that just show that sex isn't just sex for a man. It's literally an emotional connection. I want- and I'm not even talking about sex there, but just emotional intimacy. It means that men still want the, be, to be able to share and be vulnerable and have that romantic connection and that passion that goes not just in the bedroom Mm -hmm. right like that's awesome that's awesome you want to add to that oh i think that's great what kind of emotional connection do you want in the marriage um i'm not sex related no i'm totally satisfied um i think obviously biggest thing is communication which you and I talk a lot. In fact, sometimes you're like, I need to get away from Nick. He talks too much. <laughs> I'm definitely probably the one that likes to talk more in the relationship. Um, I like to hold hands. Amy is less likely to want to hold hands. And so I think, I think for me, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, I think I, even though I'm definitely the higher desire spouse sexually, I think I still have the emotional things that are important to me as well like I kind of you know me and me and his dad always joke that my husband his son and his wife are more like each other because they're more needy and high maintenance (laughs) (laughs) and me and him are like we're good we're chill we don't really need anything we're pretty easy yeah my dad's (laughs) quote I don't need much I'm cool I'm cool (laughs) Nick's Nick's real needy Nick's needy I don't need much I'm cool I'm cool It's so true, though. Sorry. Um, Next one. Do you find yourself comparing your marriage to others? This is the poll question. I would say most people do, yes. So this this question was to husbands and wives. Do you find yourself comparing your marriage to others? I'm guessing 75. 65%. I think it's natural. I mean, I think especially with social media and everything out there, it's only natural to see people, you know their life looking a certain way or they bought a new house. But this or... isn't comparing your life. This is just comparing your marriage to others. Okay. Well, I... Does I that think change it... your answer? 
I feel, no, I think a lot of people did still Still do do that. Do you think the most people see anybody like holding hands and think, oh, they look like they're madly in love? Oh, for sure. Like it's just that simple? For sure, yeah. Because I'm like, you don't really see people looking so happy besides a little, maybe when a little I see, physical affection. When I see people holding hands, I immediately think, oh, they probably have a good relationship. Hmm. That simple thing. Yeah. yeah. Simple yeah. things. Yep. yep. Hold more, hold hands more. And don't compare. Okay. Do you wish that your spouse. Yes. <laughs> you saw it, didn't you? Nope. This is Nick's favorite question. He has a lot to say Actually, about Actually, I did not see it. My answer is yes, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to change the question then. (laughs) Do you wish... Husbands and wives, wives, do you wish your spouse initiated sex more often? Husbands and wives? Well, you're going to... I asked it. I asked both. Do you wish your spouse initiated it more often? Uh, Husbands are going to be probably 80%. Wives are going to be probably 50%. Yeah, I didn't break it up, but it was just eighty percent, or 79%. Just most couples wish that their spouse would initiate more. And I'm I'm sure that more men took that poll. I didn't specify uh, do you on this wish one. I would, do you wish I would initiate more? No. <laughs> See how honest she is? I, I've been told that I'm really honest. No, you are. I and love you, it. And that people appreciate that. At least most did you of the see time. that? Did you see there wasn't even like a second hesitation? I hadn't even gotten done with the sentence. She's like, "No." I am happy with the amount of time that you initiate in our marriage. What a it's, what it's a, a healthy balance. We've talked about it. It's a totally fine with me. What a perfect answer. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I don't need it more. Being the low drive spouse, I don't need it more. I'm good. I'm good. You're like I'm good. I'm cool. Remember how chill I am. I'm chill. I'm chill. Okay, next one. What ways would you... Oh, sorry. That wasn't the question. Do you find your intimate life to be boring in your marriage? Um, I what would do you think? S- this is husbands and wives taking this one. I have no idea. 45% said yes and 55% said no. So almost so, half. So those 45% are not playing the ultimate intimacy app. Right? Yeah. Should be like... 95% saying, Heck no, we're, hey, not, no, we're not boring. No way. 45% of couples that we polled said their intimate life was boring. I should have asked how long they've been married. I think everyone feels like that once in a while. But it might not be the intimate life that feels boring. It actually might be a deeper issue. Like maybe the emotional connection is boring. Maybe date nights have gotten boring. Maybe the romance has kind of been boring, right? Like, Don't let your marriage get boring. Don't let your marriage get boring. Okay, we just got a couple more. Um, husbands, do you feel like you understand your wife's body? Oh, this has got to be a low percentage because you and I have been married 21 years. <laughs> and the way I touch you one night doesn't work the other night. Really? Will you just pull out I, our, our favorite yeah, but, yeah, thing but, now? But... Like... A woman's body is always evolving and changing and different things going on in her mind. And so, mm. I, I anyways, I could go a whole, I could go a whole episode on this, but I'm just going to stop and say. What's the answer? Uh, I guess. 49% said very, very well. Good for them. Wow. Because Nick, I don't even know if you would have marked that. Absolutely not. 
I feel I mean, like I'm, you do. I'm I better like now. I totally know my body. Well, I'm better now because basically all I have to do is pull out the <laughs> aid, the, the toy, the aid, and I mean, it's like a magic wand. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, the next one is, do you feel like your wife controls? This was one we did recently. So you'll have to just go back a, probably, what, like a month if you if you like this topic. But do you feel like your wife controls when sexual intimacy happens in the marriage? Oh, yeah. I remember this. Remember it was probably like 90%. It was 83%. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. We did the episode on that. Um, does your wife have complete control and say so when it comes to sexual yes. intimacy and or the low desire spouse? And yeah, that answer is absolutely yes. Yeah, it would really be the low desire spouse. Yeah. And that makes sense. So that was a great episode. Okay, next one is, do you remember the episode that we did about transactions? Mm-hmm. So it's so funny. I think that you have, like, obviously your relationship has to be in a healthy place for it to be okay. But there definitely are times in our marriage where I'm like, hey, if you go to the grocery store, I'll make it up to you later. Wink, wink, right? And some people would be like, I can't believe that you could, why would, what? You can't do that in marriage? I'm like, oh, yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Absolutely, we can. I know, and I know people are getting sick of me saying this, but everything we do in marriage, everything we do in life is a transaction. Like, we trade our time for money for our jobs. We go to the store. We exchange money for goods. Like, I mean. People would be mad when we say we make deals with each other. That's the same yeah. thing, right? Like, you can say, okay, transaction is an awful word. That just doesn't sound appropriate in marriage. But I'm like, you better believe that we but, make little deals once in a while. Yeah, like Amy said, there's place. times she's like, hey, I hate going to the store. If you'll go to the store for me uh, tonight, I'll make it up to you. And he's and like, I'm like, giddy up. And I'm, well, I'm Nick likes pilling, doing that, too. I'm pulling out of the driveway, <laughs> headed 60 miles an hour down the road to the store. And it is fun. It makes things fun, too. Like... I, don't you think? Yeah, because you actually don't mind grocery shopping, or I wouldn't even ask that, right? <laughs> yeah, but my point is, is, like, it makes things fun and playful. Like, hey, babe, you do this, and oh, you you better believe when we're playing pickleball matches and we're partners. He's like, if we win tonight, I'm gonna give you the best back rub in of the world tonight. And you know exact if you know Nick, you know exactly where he's going with that. But back I'm like, rub, totally just back rub. Yeah, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm my like game. totally fine with that. See, and another thing too, like I'm just average when it comes to pickleball. Like I'm no, just, he's not. I'm just an average he guy. But if Amy incentivizes me, like I step it up. <laughs> I like go to like professional level. Mm. So well, sometimes okay. there is advantages to <laughs> encouraging your spouse or or. Offering your spouse a transaction of some sort, like step it up. If right? you haven't listened to that episode, just go back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so our question was, are you for or against transactions? So I don't think that people liked that word transaction when we took probably this not. poll. They're like, thought we were probably awful. But 63% said they were against it. Yet they're probably doing it all the time. They probably have no, like, don't even realize it. Don't even realize For it. sure. So anyways, that was a funny one. And we're going to end on, how often do you talk about your love languages? Now, this is so important in your marriage. 
I would say people don't talk about it very often. We shared this one recently too, but 32% said once a month or more. That was the highest percentage. Once a month? That's great. That's awesome. Like we don't do it once a month. People are doing things right. We talk about like once every six months, if even that, right? We need to do it more. And the other one, 28% said once a year. So here we are at like 60, we're exactly at 60%. So once a month to once a year, 60% of people are talking about, which is awesome. That is going to really help your marriage. Uh, 29% said never. And 11% said we really need to take the quiz together right away. So 60, 40 pretty Good much. Good feedback, yeah. Good feedback. Um, if you don't know what the love languages are, go back to our episode titled The Love Languages because that is a key, like literally key to intimacy. And get on the app and take the quiz. And your love languages change over time. We've, we've talked about this often, but um, if, I'm, if I'm showering Amy with you know, praise and always telling her I love her and how much I love her and just constantly doing that and her love language is gifts, then she's not going to feel loved unless I meet her love language needs. I'll probably still feel loved, but it doesn't resonate like something else would, right? I do I do want to point out, and I think Amy made a great comment. We were talking about this, and she's like, you know, I don't have any physical touch in my love language needs. Like, I just don't have any of it. Not because she doesn't necessarily want that but because i already do a good job of providing that right right and so i think i think for a lot of relationships like you you may have a love language but if your spouse is already meeting that love language it's not going to show up as necessarily a need for your love language right so yeah so let me i was just thinking one day and i'm like why isn't physical touch my love language and i i really started thinking if you go take the quiz, you're probably going to answer things that you're not getting, right? You're you're like, oh, I wish I had more of that. I wish I had more of that. I would pick that one because I'm not getting it. And so a lot of us probably are craving that love language that we're not getting all the time. So the fact that it's not that I don't like physical touch ever. Like I'm not like, of course, of course I want Nick to touch me, but I don't need like excessive amounts of it. But that's probably because it's probably low on my quiz because I'm already, already getting, getting that. it. Yeah. I'm already getting that because it's his. And so, which leads me to the one I'm going to end on. I said in our marriage, oh, do you and your spouse have different love languages? And 97% said yes, they have different ones. And the reason I think that is, is because you're picking the thing that your spouse isn't giving you, but your spouse is probably giving you their love language, Right. So if I'm always giving Nick the thing that I need, that's not going to be his love language because he doesn't need that. He's already getting that and vice versa. And that's probably 97% said they had opposite or different love languages. Yeah, that's pretty It just totally makes crazy, sense, right? right? It just shows how important it is to understand your spouse's love language. But it's also important to understand that it's okay to have totally different ones because as long as you communicate about it and, and like the poll said, like at least once a year, if not twice or three times whatever a year they do change depending on your stage of life and what your spouse isn't giving you or giving you too much of like i don't know just really important to speak that yeah i think that's a good point good point 
Well, we hope you enjoyed the podcast episode today. A little bit different than maybe we normally do, but uh, I think the polls are really good to talk about and just, like I said, get a sense of what other couples just like yourselves are feeling and uh, what they think about certain topics and questions. So we hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And until next time, we hope you find ultimate intimacy in your relationship.